it's that Welcome to Throttled Up the Podcast, often imitated, never duplicated, your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage. All right, and welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. And Matt, for the first time in 65 episodes of this show, this is number 65 tonight. Our theme song doesn't fit. It does not. <laughs> not no. even close, uh, which is really cool. And uh, we are joined tonight by Jared and Dave Thomas from Jared Thomas Racing. Uh, and we're going to talk about pavement racing. And I know I, what we we, we kind of touched base, you know, before we went live. And uh, I'm kind of excited for this episode. I am, too, because it is something that you and I, neither one, know a whole lot yeah. about. Yeah, and we have uh, we've uh, gotten a pretty good uh, education already, and we're gonna we're gonna go back to it here. Hey, before we get going, I do want to give a uh, let Roddy Harris know that we are thinking about him and uh, prayers going out to him, and you know, see him at the racetrack. You know, when everything gets better. So I appreciate that, and I'd also like to say um, condolences to the family of Philip Bowsman. Um, Coach Bowsman came to Mitchell when I was in high school. Um, was on staff while I was there. Uh, obviously, I was uh, one of his colleagues in the Indiana Football Coaches Association and uh, just a amazing man uh, that's gone way too soon. But prayers and thoughts to his family. And again, an amazing thing. Today, he was an organ donor and saved eight lives with, with his donation after he passed away. So and I think it's pretty cool what our high school did, too, there at Jennings County, turning all the uh, stadium lights on for him there. So that's uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's uh, that's actually across the state. So the, whole, cool. the whole state, um, all the high schools have been asked to turn on their football lights uh, from 9 a.m. when his visitation will start on Friday morning until the conclusion of his funeral. So it, it, I hope there's some way that someone can get some kind of satellite picture or something because – there are going to be a lot of high school football stadiums with their lights running this yeah. weekend, which is pretty cool. Very cool. So I want to welcome in, though, um, Jared and Dave. And, and, Jared, this is cool for me, too, because, you know, obviously me working at Jennings County High School, you being a, an alumni from there, we used to talk some of your racing there in the hallways, and, and you tried to clue me in when you were still doing the, the asphalt late model stuff, trying to teach me a little bit about that. But this is kind of a whole new deal. So – Kind of tell me a little bit about how your racing career started and then how do we get to the point of running the Mazda Miata series? So when I was five years old, my dad gave me the opportunity to get into a cart. And uh, ever since then, I've been racing something. Uh, I ran carts for around 12 years until the age of 14. And uh, I, I ran on and off after that a little bit, but I was running. We started getting into the pavement late model series and we ran that for a while. About, roughly about four years, and then we uh, made the transition from that into the uh, Mazda Miata road race car. And would you tell me again, what age did you start? Five. Okay. I just, in case my wife tunes in, because I'm really wanting to get my five-year-old started, and, and she's uh, she's pumping the brakes on me a little bit. So <laughs> I want to make sure that that is definitely covered. And so, Dave, to go to you, why did you? Why were you so interested in him getting in a cart at five years old and being a part of this? Uh, I, well, I, I loved racing. I enjoyed racing, so it, it was, uh, <clears throat> you know, I thought about just getting him started early. Um, they, you know, the the local cart tracks around here will let you let a kid start at five years old, and so uh, for his fifth birthday, I, I bought him a a cart and we went out to Sarah land, you know, the little cart track yeah. out at Sarah land and just started working on the fundamentals and, 
and I had some driving experience before that. So um, I was working with him, working with him, and you know, he just started when he was five years old. And I just thought it was a good way, you know, growing up in a small town in southern Indiana, you know, something to do on the weekends that we do together. And you know, we've been doing it now for for you know 20 years, I guess. You know. <clears throat> And, you know, you know, a lot of drivers and their dads always talk about when you get them involved in racing, you at least know where they're at every Saturday. And they don't have money to do anything else. Uh, that's yeah. true, too. I, I, I didn't want to go there, but I know what I did when I was a teenager, right? right? Yes, Growing sir. up, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so it kept him busy and kept him on the right path, I guess. So that was it, it's money well spent, you know. So, Jared, I'm going to throw this back at you. What is the difference as you go from carts – to the asphalt late model, to now the Mazda. What, what's the biggest difference between all of those different classes or race styles? I would say the carts is the relative speed. The relative speed in carts was so high. I mean, you know, you, you're half an inch off the ground, and you're doing 80 miles an hour on, on a relatively small track. It just seemed super fast. And I moved up to late models, and it – it, you know, it was a fast car. We're doing 150 miles an hour at some places, but relatively, it didn't feel as fast. So that was the biggest difference, I would say. Um, that The other biggest difference is karting is so much more physical than driving a car, uh, especially if you have power steering. <laughs> 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 um, and then from the late model to the Mazda, which is a relatively low horsepower car, um, just making sure you're all the time you're you're keeping up your momentum uh so that goes back to the cart where you kind of had running the momentum in the cart yeah yeah very much because the the carting was also relatively low horsepower uh so it was always a big deal to not scrub speed uh any chance you could so that went back to the uh the mazda and that's one of the things that i think made me so so uh successful in the mazda and I want to go back to this, too, because before we jump into some of the really cool things that you've got going now, last year, I believe it was, Purdue Grand Prix, was it last year or two years ago? Uh, 2018. 2018. You were the winner of the Purdue Grand Prix, correct? Yeah. So even then, like, how, did, how does that process work for you to be the guy that gets in the car, you know, the car to go, go race the Purdue Grand Prix? So... The Purdue Grand Prix, I go to the IUPUI, so we're uh, we're almost an outsider when it comes to that race because most of them are uh, from the Purdue campus. So being uh, in motorsports engineering at IUPUI, we have a motorsports club, and that is our main uh, goal every year is to go win the Purdue Grand Prix. So my freshman year, actually, uh, I wasn't a driver. I was just a crew guy, and uh, – I stuck around. They saw the potential I had as far as setup knowledge and, and driving ability. And then uh, one of our drivers graduated, so I got the opportunity to get in my sophomore year and ended up winning it. And, uh, yeah, Skyler Lewis was on the team too, and he was actually my crew chief last year, or this 2019 year. Yeah, and uh, Skyler is watching, and shout-out to Skyler. He's a huge friend of the show here at Throttled yeah. Up, and uh, we appreciate everything he's doing. And um, all I know is that Skyler, before – uh, we talked a little bit about putting Jared on dirt, and he thinks he could just run away from you. So that's, <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to say that on air or not, but he felt like he would if he got in a dirt cart, oh. just turning left would be a heck of a lot easier than what he's got to do every week. Yeah, I, that is what he said. When it, I just got to turn left? I mean, I think that's what I remembered. I, maybe I, you guys are stirring. Maybe, <laughs> you guys are stirring. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I misheard, but I thought that's what he said. I think that's what we wanted to hear. <laughs> So, how hard is it that transition though from that you know pavement late model oval racing to getting into that road course racing? Um, since I did road course racing in carts, it wasn't that huge of a deal. Um, you know, learning road courses was one thing that I felt kind of came easy to me because I did that for so long in karting. Um, but kind of handling a car because you have to do all the heel toe downshifting and the shifting constantly was probably the biggest thing that i i learned that i had to get good at that was probably the biggest jump that and not having all the horsepower that that you can save yourself <laughs> with a little bit yeah so do you do you have to really think a lot more about how you're setting yourself up in the corners obviously and how you're taking care of how, how you're attacking the race than 
okay, I can be aggressive here and maybe make a mistake in the late model, and I can I can get it back faster than what I can in the the Mazda series. Yeah, somewhat. I would say the making a mistake in the in a low horsepower road race car is very detrimental because it you know your straightaways are only so long and you only have you know very little horsepower. You can't you know just gas it back up and get back into it. You know you're gonna you're gonna hurt it. Well, the draft is really important on a lot of tracks we run too. So if if you let someone break the draft on you, it's very hard to catch back up. So. And, you know, that really – and maybe this is my ignorance, but I know you and I talked last year at the Black Cat Banquet for a while, Jared, and we talked about how much the draft mattered. And that really surprised me on a road course because I don't think about the draft being as important. But you said in those straightaways, it's huge that you're hooked up with someone. It is. It's extremely huge, um, especially at uh, racetracks like Road America up in Elkhart, Wisconsin. It has uh, It's a four-mile racetrack, longest racetrack we go to. And it, I believe it's it's two around two seconds if you don't have a draft. If you're just by yourself, you are two seconds slower than if you are hooked up in a, in yeah. a draft train. And literally just pushing, not not just not just in the draft, but but bumper to bumper, shoving the car in front of you. Wow. So how much work? I mean, obviously, you know, you talk about IndyCar, NASCAR, these these big teams, their spotters are obviously working out draft partners. Do you have – I mean, obviously you don't have the spotter in that sense, but do you have guys on your series that you know I want to try and work with as far as a, as a draft partner? Yeah, you definitely have your friends that you want to dance with because <laughs> uh, some of us don't play that nice together. Uh, <laughs> so you definitely have the guys that you, you, you want to work with. So is it that's part of it, especially when you're going to a new racetrack you haven't been to and you're still trying to learn it. Uh, you know, you, you want to be fast as you can in practice because then you get you build confidence with other people to work with you. And I just want to say here real quick, um, Skyler is listening because he said, let's make it happen then, um, <laughs> and this can be arranged. So, Skyler, since you jumped on that so fast, uh, I also think I can outrun you on the dirt track if you want to <laughs> let me get in the, the super. You jumped on that really quick. Um, hopefully your dad and mom are not watching with you um, as I say that. Uh, so, yeah, I think I can outrun you as well. Skyler, you ain't got nothing to worry about. He can't get in your seat. <laughs> that is valid. <laughs> that, is, that is extremely valid. Yeah, he, he can't get in that seat, so don't worry. <laughs> so, as we you – know, you talk about those draft partners that you work with. Um, how, does that, how does that dance go, as you called it? I mean, when are you going to make your move? How long are you willing to sit? I mean, how does that? How, how do you plan that attack for the race? Usually a lot of it starts before the race, going and talking to them. Uh, you know, you kind of get a plan going into the race, what you're kind of going to do. Because usually the, your good guys, you know what to expect from them throughout the race. You know they're going to be fast. So, uh, you know, you want to work with somebody that's like you in the sense that they're going to be patient and not uh, just – make moves every chance they get because sometimes you know you can make a move you get a hole you can take it but it's not going to pay off so making sure you know you're going to be patient and the guy that you're working with is always going to go with you if you are the lead car and you pull out the pass you want to make sure he can get with you and go because if you get split up you're you're dead in the water basically yeah you're out of the you're out of the loop and you head backwards so dave i'm going to ask you this even going back you know, to him at five years old, what was it like as a father to watch the success that he has had from karting to the asphalt late model to now? And we're going to get into more of the, the really exciting news of what he's getting ready to do. But what it's, what's it been like as a father to watch that? Uh, you know, it, it's interesting you ask because you know, I tell people this all the time. Um, and I love I love driving myself. Um, I haven't done it since since he really got into karting um, because what I learned was, you know, taking him to the racetrack and, and, and maintaining his equipment, making sure he's prepared to go to the track and so on. It was so much work that I didn't have time to really do anything else. And then once we got out there and started having a success, it was so much more rewarding, honestly, letting him do it and teaching him how to do it. I mean – 
I didn't really miss driving myself after that, you know. So well, you that, know, that's the best part about being a dad yeah. is beating your chest when your your, your son right. does good. Right. You know, that's right. And it's amazing to me all the other former drivers that we've talked to whose whose kids get into it that say the same exact exactly. thing. Yeah. It's so much more rewarding to sit over there and watch them have the success than you. So I got to ask this too because this is something we always ask the father son combinations that are in racing. How often do we we butt heads on setups going in? <laughs> I wouldn't say too bad. I mean, silence speaks. I was going to say volumes. <laughs> Jared's thinking. All right, I got to go back home. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, what do I want the conversation to be? I wouldn't say it's usually butt heads on setup as much as you know. Sometimes when it's the track and decision we make, or decision I make. Out on track, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I okay. am on. I am the spotter, and I am on the radio sometimes. So he that, can't hear you. That so. flares up a little. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like Jimmy Johnson bad with the spotter, is it? You know, because Jimmy and, and his spotter have pretty much arguments during the race. So that's. Now, can you communicate back? Do you have a mic too, or just an earpiece? It's it's two way. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 So you can say back. No, I got this. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You yeah, we have we have full full communication because there may be a time. I know at Sebring this past year, um, in last January, you know he was there was a guy that we wanted to work with uh, as we as we moved up into the pack, and I'm he's I went over and talked to his spotter, and you know we made a deal right there and said okay, you know when they get this restart, this we're going to push you and go to the front, you know, and so, very yeah. cool. Yeah, we'll we'll talk during a caution or. Or, you know, sometimes I try not to, as the spotter, I try not to give him too much information. Or I don't expect him to give me any information back until he gets to a straightaway. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm not, while he's in the middle of the S's in Road Atlanta, I'm not going to expect him to tell me how the <laughs> car feels, you know. <laughs> how many different racetracks have you raced on? Uh, as far as, like, road race, just the car road racing? Yes. Or? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cause I, you guys have been about everywhere, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, it, where there's a because you said before the this show, uh, you raced down in Texas. What'd you say? No, we, oh. no, this next year. Oh, you're going we're to have an opportunity okay. to race in Texas. Yeah. Uh, I would say probably ten around ten tracks. Probably. Wow. I mean, yeah. Oh, we've hit most of the uh, tracks in the eastern half of the United States. The only one we haven't hit yet that I want to hit is Watkins Glen. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be fun. Uh, and the, uh, there is a couple times a year we have an opportunity to run the Daytona road course. That would be uh -huh. cool to do that, too, yeah. but we haven't done that yet. That would be just, again, that's that's like Indy. I mean, that's another one that just is so historic you want to be a yeah. part of it. All right, so let's talk. Let's jump in here just a little bit um, and talk about the Mazda. How about we do our first round of sponsors before we jump into that? All right. If you want to, if you want to, boss. We got to please them. These, right. these guys understand that. We'll jump in. <laughs> we'll jump into our first round of sponsors and be right back. Race fans, In the Fast Lane Productions has rebranded itself as Dirt to Media. This is a huge win for us as race fans as they will be expanding their coverage to three local racetracks. For a mere $9.99 a month, you can choose between race action from Thunder Valley, Twin Cities Raceway Park, or Brownstown Speedway. But really, who can choose? So for only $13.99 per month, upgrade to the VIP membership and receive video from all three tracks. The only question I have left for you is, what are you doing? Get over to dirttomedia.tv and sign up today. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing T-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite, dirt, dirt track racing. racing. That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely, and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. Octobuilt Performance Differentials in Louisville, Kentucky, specializes in race, performance, and street differentials. Don't trust just anybody with your differential. Make sure it's someone who's a proven winner. Contact Mike Kessler today at 502-639-7886. Again, that's Mike Kessler at 502-639-7886. 
Octobelt Performance Differentials, a proven winner. Does your yard have a dead or dying tree threatening your house or property? Do you have an unsightly stump you're tired of mowing around? Have trees that need trimmed up against the house? If you answered yes to any of these questions, call our good friends at Kane's Tree Service. They're fully insured and offer free estimates. Call Kane's Tree Service today at 812-344-5917. Tree trimming, tree removal, stump removal. Call our friends at Kane's Tree Service today at 812-344-5917. OCC Seamless Gutters is the only place to turn for new 6-inch seamless gutters, gutter repair, leaf guard systems, and gutter cleanouts. I mean it. Go outside right now, and if your gutters have trees growing out of them, call OCC. Let me give you a little hint. Schedule them for a time your wife is gone and take all the credit. OCC is fully insured and offers free estimates. Call them today at 812-592-7899 or visit their Facebook page at OCC Seamless Gutters. All right, and we are back here at Throttled Up the Podcast. Um, I just want to, I want to say here before we move on, I think Skyler's on board because he said when, when we made the comment about Jared, let's make it happen. This can be arranged. And I said, it, and he put the laughing emoji with the tears. So I'm assuming that means he's afraid of what I may do in the car. So I'm assuming that I figured he put those on there because of my comment where I figure we're in, um, <laughs> I, I don't think you're right. I, I don't, I, th- I'm a, I'm a. I'm telling my own story. Skylar, we need, we need <laughs> verification on that. Hey, so. before, we, uh, before we jump right back in here, if anybody who is uh, viewing right now, if you'll just share this video out again so as many people as possible can see this and, uh, talk, and hear us talk to our guest tonight. So I'm going to jump right back in, and we're going to talk about this Mazda shootout. Remind me again. Mazda 24 shootout. Shootout for the 24. Mazda Road the 24. Uh, Road to the 24 shootout. I've had about 17 different ways. I've had to go back and look at your Facebook post to, to write it down the right way. But you are one of six finalists in the United States that's going to compete in this next Tuesday and Wednesday, which is a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely an honor to, to be a nominee and uh, to be a finalist. It's an even bigger deal. Uh, I'm really thankful to have this opportunity. So let's go back. How do you even end up being a, uh, a nominee? So every year Mazda has this program, and it's a ladder system, Mazda Road the 24. Uh, it's their ladder system to eventually have one of their in-house drivers drive on their prototype team for the Daytona 24. And uh, the, the beginning of the ladder starts here at, uh, at, at the shootout. And um, you get picked from that by either, one, winning a national championship or getting at large bids from uh, recommendations throughout people from the community. And it started, correct me if I'm wrong, with like 30 nominees that was then narrowed down to six finalists. Yep, so uh, 30 nominees, and then they had a process where you had to make a proposal and make a video and put it up on YouTube, and uh, then they narrowed it down to six. And you said the proposal was really you know a business plan and where you were going to go forward with this yes it was very much uh how am i going to uh promote myself and bring on potential partners to get back in the seat for the 2021 season because there is a i mean there is a little bit of a prize that that comes with you if you win this next week yeah a hundred thousand yeah yeah just uh (laughs) yeah it's a little bit of a prize but like we talked off air, that's what the whole idea of that $100,000 scholarship is to get you in a ride for 2020. Yes. It's, uh, it, you know, you're going to, it's enough to get you through the 2020 season maybe. Um, but you're going to have to raise, raise at least that much the next year to go, go do it again. But now the shootout isn't all on the racetrack, right? That's what you guys explained before the show that some of this is, interviews and everything like that they pretty much want to see how professional you can be you know on the track off the track how you present yourself yeah so it's a it's a two-day deal and they evaluate you on and off the track the first day being all off track so it's a lot of interviews uh talking to people getting to know people see how they like you see how they are see how you are around others you know look professional and things like that actually what we've learned 
what's come to light is the fact that all season it's the judging has been going on we didn't oh, even know oh, it. oh really oh yeah how you how you how you uh carry yourself at the racetrack you know uh how you how well you compete with the other top drivers in the series you know all that so it's kind of been going on that's that's what led up to the at-large bid for jared so as you look back and now that you know that do you second guess yourself any throughout the year <laughs> there's probably uh, there's one decision i would say that stands out i wish we it wouldn't happen. I ended up having a wreck when at one race and didn't get a race. And I wish that would have, uh, we would have been able to race. Cause I think we would have done good on a, on a large scale event. Yeah, that's gotta be, that's gotta be tough when you come back that you, you look in the rear view mirror and you're like, okay, what I do? What, how could this have affected me? Things like that. Yeah. So, um, and Skyler did say that, uh, I was wrong. Well, he did say that I was, I yeah. wasn't going there, but, he was curious, you know, as, as your crew chief um, from the Purdue Grand Prix, he was curious if you could split the scholarship with him. <laughs> tell, him a, tell him we'll talk. Well, that's better than I thought. I was going to say that's a hard no, Skyler. Uh, Jared said we'll talk. Dave's eyes say it's a hard no. Uh, so, but I don't think you can split a scholarship. Yeah, that's right. It's not, it's not really cash. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's all it's it's the red tape, Skyler. You just can't do it. It's all the technicalities that's going to keep them. They would love to give you half, but it's technical. But you can tell Skyler's a race car driver. As soon as he heard money, he was asking for some. So I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. Well, right on. But he, he knows when he hears money, I, I need to ask for some of that. So good job, Skyler. So okay, so obviously you're going in. We talked about you know Tuesday is you got the interviews, all this stuff to present. But then Wednesday, we've got to get out on the track. And where is this race being held? So it's being held at uh, uh, Michelin Proving Grounds in South Carolina. And uh, it's a track nobody's ever seen before because it's, uh, you know, it's you can't just go there and run. It's only for Michelin and their tire testing. So it's, it's pretty cool to get the opportunity to go someplace where nobody's been so you feel like they have a leg up. Now, d have they ran this here every year that the shootout's been there, or do they move it every year? No, so this is the first year it's here. It used to be out in Phoenix, Arizona. They had it there for a few years. It, it's moved a few times. Uh, the past, I would say the past three years, it's been in Phoenix. So even then, you can't even reach out to, because this is the first time it's ever been at the Michelin Proving Grounds, you can't reach out to somebody else that you might be able to find that's, ran this before it is totally blind going yes, in totally blind how many years has this been the shootout been going on 2006 i believe i believe 2006 oh, wow. so, so 13 14 years now then, yeah so. and so how do you when you're going in totally blind how do you start to think about how i'm going to set the car up do you get do you get practice time before the race what what's kind of the day look like on wednesday when we're on the track so you're going to have the uh, opportunity to get out and do a warm-up session, and then uh, you'll go into a, a judge session where they're going to be looking at everything you do. Um, the best way, I think, to prepare myself is kind of, you know, see what the track is and pull together all the racetracks I've been to over the years and relate it to, you know, turn six is just like turn eight at Road Atlanta. So pulling everything together, I think, will really speed up the process. And, and just to be clear, too, it's not that all six of these finalists are actually going to be on track racing each other. They're going to have two equally prepared race cars there, and, oh. and, and they're going to have professional drivers that are going to actually – they're going to put two drivers out at a time, and they're going to, they're going to watch them, uh, and they're going to study their data because the cars have full data systems in them. And every driver gets a set of tires at the beginning of the day with their name on them. And every time that driver goes out for every session, he gets his tires put on the car. So, so saving tires is important, you know. Right, right. But so you are running. I mean, you're running the same car even everybody else is. Yes. yes. And even in the racing portion, it's about them, obviously your times, but them judging how you got around the racetrack. And take right. care of the car and the equipment. Take care of the car. They don't want to see spins. They don't want to see four wheels off in the grass. You know, they're not – I don't know that they're necessarily as concerned about how well you would race if they were all six racing as much as you can take care of the equipment and, and be quick. That's very impressive. I mean, that's that's breaking it I mean, down to everything. It that, makes it more difficult because a lot of drivers, it's easier – 
Uh, it's easier for the driver to go fast if he has somebody to chase. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah, I believe that. Going out, the, it's like qualifying. You know, qualifying in any any motorsport is one of the hardest things to do to go out by yourself and set a pole time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and even in the sense of you know when you're when you're racing, you can use that other car. I mean, I know you're you're not mm-hmm. a lot of guys aren't, but you can get into the corner and know I'm going to lean on this guy a little bit to get back out. You can't in this situation. You've right. got to hit your marks and, and drive smooth the whole time. Absolutely. So with the other professional driver out there, how does that worry? We just talked about the draft earlier in the first segment. How, how do you worry about the draft? Will you draft with him, or is it, is it like a qualifying lap? Is it totally on your own? Uh, well, the professional drivers aren't out there. They're watching you. They're the judges. Okay. So the other, the other guy out there is one of your yes. competitors yeah. in the yeah. sixth. Then. We I, assume that they're going to separate yeah. you by half a track. So, or you, can't, so you can't even get a, right. a draft. Yeah. Wow. This is, that, that is like – that's intense. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm just amazed that they watch all your moves off the track and then every move on the track. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never seen anything get broke down where you're, you're under a microscope pretty much for two days. Yeah. And that, and the whole season, a lot, they've been looking at us and not us not knowing. So, you know, they but, make sure they want to have a person that's, you know, going to be a good representative for the brand of Mazda. They call him a brand ambassador. Now, I don't think you – the series you raced this last year, well, I don't think we covered that, did we? Or I might have missed it. No, I don't, we haven't. What, what series do you race in right now? So we run in SCCA, which is Sports, Bar, Sports Car Club of America, and uh, we run the Spec Miata class, which is uh, Mazda Miatas from anywhere from 1990 to 2005, and uh, it's a very spec car. We have There's a little bit we can do to the engines, Um but the suspension is all spec engine package, so or the suspension is a spec suspension package, so it's all very much put on the driver and the driver's performance. And that's, I mean, for a guy like you that has the skills you have, you have to love that that it's put on the driver. Yeah, I mean, I would much rather have it put on me than you know how much money you can sink in a car, right? Or you know, oh, did I say that? Is that was that? <laughs> And before the show, Dave, you, re- you referenced it like the old IROC package where all the cars are are pretty much the same outside of – you said you can change caster and camber and stuff like that. And yeah, we, we, we do – you know, he gives me feedback. He knows if he wants the car to turn a little bit better here or, or, or you know, or be a little freer or, you know, or, you know what. We, we, we can tweak all those things, but we can't change the springs. We can't change the shocks. It's a spec Penske shock, spec I-Box spring, spec sway bars. Um, the sway bars are adjustable, so we have some leeway there. But it's it's really just we set our car up to, to achieve the balance that we want. Well, and I, I want to say this, too, about Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday. Will you know Wednesday who won? Yes, by Wednesday. At the end of the day, Wednesday, they'll, they'll announce. Well, they'll, I don't know if they'll, they'll announce it uh, publicly, publicly um, but we'll know. You'll know, but you may not be able to announce it publicly at that point. Right. They like to they like to do their press releases, and they kind of keep it quiet. Tell you to keep it quiet. Until Dang them! Press. I was going to have you call in next Wednesday on the <laughs> yeah, show, yes. and, and we got another show next Wednesday, and, so and make the announcement <laughs> that you're. Uh, well, you probably don't want to do that with Skyler. He'd be <laughs> be sitting at your house Wednesday yeah. waiting yeah. for you to roll back in. But but no, I, I did. I mean, I, this is a really really cool deal, and like I said, you know. I, I want to take this to another twist here because, you know, obviously what I do at Jennings County High School and the passion that I feel for our high school and what the kids that come out of that, this is another great example of when people say we're just Jennings County, nothing good that can come out of here. You're one of six finalists racing for $100,000 next week. So thank you for making us look good. And I mean that, that, that is a very, very impressive deal, man. And, and that's what, you know, I want to push to people to realize is we've got great kids doing great things from Jennings County high school. And you can do anything you want to do. Absolutely. So after you win the hundred thousand, what's the next step? The next step would be to run the, uh, the Mazda battery tender, uh, Mazda Global MX-5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich. So it's a it's a spec car, very similar uh, to what we do now. Uh, the philosophy is the same, 
but it's with the newest Mazda MX-5 car. So we would be running a 2020 car. It is a race car. It is quite but, a bit faster. It's also. And how much do the tracks differ from what you run in the SCCA to that series? Uh, a lot of them are the same. It goes to the West Coast uh, twice, and we haven't been out there. So that would be a few tracks we haven't been to. Is that exciting to get out there? I think it is. I, I've never been in the West Coast myself, so <laughs> I think it would be fun to go out there. Dad? Yeah, I'm, exci- <laughs> I'm excited. <about> it. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to tow a trailer all the way to Monterey, right. Monterey California. Right. Once yeah. you get there, it's good <laughs> until you have to load up and come back home again. Yeah. Well, I can see some of that scholarship going to a truck driver then. So. <laughs> Skyler? Um, <laughs> uh, but it but it will it will tour around and it it will tour around with IndyCar. So we'll be running on the same same weekends as IndyCar at the same tracks. And how cool is that? Because again, to go back to you, Jared, you're in motorsports engineering at IUPUI, which is for any kid that is interested in motorsports, is an unbelievable program right here in the heart of racing in Indiana. How exciting would it be for you with your future career goals to be racing with those IndyCar teams on that same weekend? Uh, it's huge. It, you know, you get you get in the culture. You know, this is a good good uh, way to get in the culture, per se. You know, you know what it's like to be around a professional race team. You know what's expected. You know uh, what and what not to do. So it, it is really cool. And you get to travel around with them, and you have all the fans, and it, it's pretty cool. That's what I was going to say is the exposure you're going to get. Networking yep. opportunities. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so when you're a big-time IndyCar crew chief, um, don't forget Throttled Up Podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right? <laughs> just just remember, we were, we were one of the first to call you. So, <laughs> But, no, so as you start to prepare for this opportunity next week, where are the nerves at, man? They're they're pretty high. I've been working, you know, you know. You said starting preparing for it. Now I've been preparing for it for at least the last month. Uh, you know, calling people, asking questions, former winners, and things like that. Uh, I feel a lot of pressure, but I also feel very confident. And I'll be honest, that's what I'll give you a lot of credit for, even as coming in here tonight. And you are a very confident guy, and you know the talents you have. But I wondered because honestly. When I reached out to you, I knew you would become a finalist. And I reached out to you last week to come on. And then when I was researching earlier this week a little more about it, I saw December 3rd and 4th. And I was like, oh, crap, he's coming on like the week before yeah. he goes out. Like, I didn't realize it was that quick. So you are much more calm, cool, and collected than I would be. I can promise you that. Yeah, yeah I would be very nervous. You know, that's. Uh... Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Going into it, you have to be confident. You know you know what your strengths are, and you work on what your weaknesses are as much as you can. Do you guys, like, practice interviews at home? You know, that way a question doesn't throw you off or, you know, might mess up your interview. Do you guys practice that? or How do you get around that stuff? It's coming up. We're working on it. I've been uh, talking to a lot of people uh, that have had been in the shootout, maybe not one, but have been and had the opportunity to go to it, and some former winners, and, you know, They've been helping me out a little bit with, you know, this is the kind of questions they ask and things like that. So I'm prepared so I, I don't mess up. We actually have a we've we've developed a, a shootout prep sheet of all the all the things that we want to study or, a, you know, That's I mean, it, it, it simple things like he's got to know, you know, he's going to study Mazda, their history, their philosophy, their vehicle lineup, you know, you got to be prepared for anything that these people are going to ask. Yeah. And that's a great point because you're not Mazda racing ambassador. You're not Mazda Miata or Mazda MX five. You are, you're Mazda, you're a brand ambassador. So being able to push the whole package, he he, he could end up at a car at a, at a, at a auto show next summer and have to stand in a booth and ask, answer questions. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Hey, let's take a break here for our second round of sponsors, and we'll be right back with Jared and Dave Thomas. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. 
Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Billy Badfast Performance is your local dealer for Velocita racing gear, custom and off-the-shelf suits, shoes, gloves, crew shirts, and custom tent canopies. Also, Zamp racing equipment, which includes helmets and neck restraints, Double H fabrication, front and rear bumpers, door bars, and T-bars. When you're one of the guys at the track that's bad fast and you want to look great doing it, give us a call at Billy Badfast Performance, 502-517-9393. Also, look for Billy Badfast Performance on Facebook and Twitter. Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like, from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more. Stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Gilpin Electric and Generator Services is a customer-first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They're your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at 812-953-1261. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy, 812-372-4483 at extension 2447, or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today. Hey, give Brad at Brad Irwin Customs a call for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Call him today at 812-216-3900. And welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast here with Jared Thomas and Dave Thomas from Jared Thomas Racing. So, let's talk a little bit more about, you know, where this ladder could take you. And for those who don't know what, you know, prototype racing is or the 24 hours of Daytona, where's the top of the ladder for this? So the top of the ladder is the uh, Mazda prototype uh, car that they run in the uh, Daytona prototype series. Uh, they run, it is the pinnacle of sports car racing in North America, and Mazda has a team. Uh, the goal is that you work your way up through that um, after if you if you have the opportunity to move up after the global MX5 Cup, uh, you could go do uh, IMSA, the beginning IMSA level, which is the TCR car, which Mazda is unveiling a new car for that series this year. So that would be the next step after the um, global MX5 Cup. And when you're in the global MX5 Cup, where does that? I mean, is that just based on your performance and kind of what Mazda sees with you as that brand ambassador? Is there a whole nother series kind of like this? you know, this shootout for the 24 that you go through to get to the next level? So I think there's multiple ways you could do it. If you have the funding, to, if you can raise the funding, I think Mazda would take you. But um, And they would introduce you to the right people and get you in, get you in the right places. But uh, the best way to do it is to win the Global MX-5 Cup Series because if you win the series, you get a $200,000 scholarship to move up. Oh wow! So yeah. every series kind of has they that get, next step to yeah. that's to keep carrot. you going. That's the carrot. They give you the money to go to the next step. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I also want to bring this up because I know this is something that you know I've been around your dad with is, and we talked about earlier. You know, some we didn't have when you were in high school, 
at Jennings County High School is the Black Cat Racing Team. And your dad's been involved, but you've been involved on race day up there. And I, I love when Braden Day, who's the sponsor, talks about you because he always says, you don't get it, man. Jared just sits in there and looks at those Excel sheets constantly <laughs> and, like, doesn't come out of the van. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, that's your data guy, man. Yeah. But how cool would it have been when you were in school if something like Black Cat had been there? Oh, it would have been awesome. I, 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 I'm happy that it, we have it now because I think it's a great opportunity to get kids that never had the opportunity or the means to get into motorsports. It gives them, you know, they can get in and see what it's like and see if they would want to pursue that as a career. Plus, it promotes STEM. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I'll tell you, and I know your dad and I have even talked about this. It is the one thing, and I, I'm not putting down any other extracurricular we have, you know, band and athletics and anything. But the the melting pot of kids that you get on Black Cat is unlike what you see anywhere yeah. else because you need it all. You need the wrench. You need the computer savvy guy. You need the driver. You need the spokesperson. Yeah, you yeah. need every element there, which is so real life in what you need in a race team as well. That it's one of the coolest things I've seen. You know, the it high is. school bring in very, very diverse uh, group of, of kids doing it, and they're very enthusiastic about it. They they you know they can't wait to go to the racetrack. I wish we could take them to the racetrack more. I agree. Yeah, I, I wish we. I, I I wish there was more events, you know, but there's not. And it's as crazy as it sounds. And if anybody's listening that might think I'm really crazy, you know, Braden and I joke about having a home track, mm-hmm. but we really need one. I mean, with what at the way it's grown. I mean, we're running three carts. How great would it be if somewhere on campus we had a a racetrack for them to go out and practice and be able to be on the track and and do some of that data and things? It is just and and. For a guy like you that to see where you've gotten to, Jared, I, I can't even imagine what it would have been like when you were in school to have this opportunity as well. And I don't know if people realize this, but Jennings County's national champions with the Black Cat. That's correct. Not state champions. That's they're correct. national champions. Yeah, and 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 first and second. Yes. So not just we, we won it. We took the top two spots. Yes. Uh, first, second, and fifth, I believe, Dave. Correct I me if I'm wrong. I think that's, that sounds about right. Yeah, so, I mean, all three carts in the top five and take the top two spots. I mean. You know, I heard some, some kids talking the other day, you know, we're not state champions. I was like, but we're national champions. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, I mean, it's – and it truly is they, – They didn't have a state championship or we would have been that too, I do believe, so. It, yeah. when, you, when you watch them, it truly takes all those kids to get the things done, and that's probably the coolest thing that we see and i i want to say as the high school principal there obviously thank you today for everything you do with it but jared also thank you for showing up on race day and helping show what that data is and you know the importance of working with those kids and with your knowledge you're getting as a motorsports engineer yeah i i love it i love giving back to the the community and getting these kids involved because uh i i i find it really uh enjoyable to give my knowledge to them and see see how, and, where they can take it and i believe wasn't it mazda was actually impressed with it too because we put a little bit of that in his bio that that you've been doing a little bit of that this last year and that's you know we go yeah. back to what i said to you earlier you know that kids from jennings county can go do whatever they want who knows the next breed of motorsports engineers or crew chiefs or mechanics whatever it may be in the indycar series that we may be developing right here in jennings county you know that that's the the to me that's the neat thing about it is that that, that these a lot of these kids are participating right now they're being exposed to something that they would know there's no way that they would ever have an opportunity even know that that is out there Mm -hmm. you know they don't know what a what a race engineer really is you know and and, then and they they get a taste of it so if it if it sparks an interest and they go on to do something like that i mean it's it's been worth every penny and and absolutely and like i said we are the I mean, Indianapolis is the motorsports capital of the world, and you've got all these IndyCar teams here, and it it is a perfect career field for our kids to chase and go into. So I love it. It's one of the coolest things that we have ever done, and you know, kudos to all the guys involved and all the sponsors that that allow it to go on and help us out with it. But I just wanted to bring that up because I know what you meant to those kids as well, and even – even though Braden says all you did was sit in the van and look at Excel sheets all day. Um, you know, if, if you could track the data 
on his deer the same way that you're tracking the data on those carts, he'd think you sitting in that van was a lot more important. <laughs> what, yes. What's your your long term goal? Do you want to continue being a driver? Or do you want to go be a crew chief? Or I would. I mean, as long as I can, I would. I would love to be a driver as long as Monster gives me the opportunity. And if I get this opportunity to win the shootout, uh, I would go with that as long as I could. Um, but it, ultimately, if that doesn't work out, I'd love to be a, a engineer on a race team. Uh, NASCAR, IndyCar, sports car racing would all be very cool. Um, and eventually, I'd like to work my myself into a, a team owner role. Oh, that'd be very cool. Again, remember, throttled up the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I just love your your passion for it, your drive um, to be better, and, and again, your story. I mean, like I said, you started at five years old in carts and then went to the late model asphalt cars and then now getting in this Mazda deal. And, and I remember you and I talking when you first jumped into the Mazda car, uh, the car and, you know, doing something different. But it's really, really cool to see what you guys as a family have accomplished in this whole racing deal. And, and I, um, you know, I wish you the best of luck next week. I can't wait until it's public and you can at least, you know, let us know, shoot me a text <laughs> and say, don't say this on the air, but I am <laughs> the shootout champion. I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset by that. <laughs> Just promise me this. When you do win it next week, you come back and talk about the experience with us here. Oh, definitely. Okay. Without a doubt, I will. So, as you go into it, and actually, I'm going to say this, Dave. What's your words of advice for him as he as he gets in the car Wednesday? Boy, we've 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 kind of hashed that out. You know, do you do you do, you, do you, what What do you get? You get one 20 minute uh, session to. Uh, just to feel the car out. Because this, keep in mind, this car he's never been in. Yeah, he's got to just jump this in and go. Sequential gearbox. So, you know, now there's no, this is just a bump it up, bump it down type gearbox. Um, it's a faster car. It's probably going to handle different. It has different characteristics. We, we kind of think that uh, with that one set of tires they give you, that, you know, you might want to be a little conservative, that just learn the racetrack, learn the car, and maybe show your progression throughout the day we mm -hmm. feel is going to be more impressive necessarily than going out and going hard right away normally i'll tell you and having lots of mistakes right off the right bat. now now we that is our strategy though when we go to a new racetrack say we show up at a new racetrack we've never been we do we we go after it i mean i don't care if he's dipping wheels off you know because we're trying to we find the trying limit. to figure it out we find the limit mm -hmm. and then back up off of that and then boom we're ready to go qualify you know we're ready to be competitive but maybe something like this where you're, you got all these eyes on you being judged, I think they want to see a little bit more control, being more in control and, and see the progression. So I suspect that's probably the strategy we're going to go at. It. And when you talk about one set of tires, obviously I've never sat behind the wheel of a car. How much change will you have in that set of tires throughout the day? You know, it really depends. I've heard from some that the BF Goodrich tires are a really good tire, and they don't have much fall off throughout the run. So, um, you know, hopefully not a lot. But sometimes, like, uh, especially when we were running uh, late model uh, oval stuff, you know, in a 100-lap race, if you go hard for the first 15, 20 laps, man, you're, you're setting yourself up for a hard race at lap 80. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be a night and day different race car. Really? Yeah. So if you get you know one of your competitors there out of the six and they go out the first time and, and they're dropping off the track and they really abuse those tires on your later sessions that they they could really pay the price for it then yeah they could because that because that's all you get you get one set and and we've been told that uh, after the first two judge sessions they're going to narrow the field down to two guys oh wow oh, so the so. afternoon is just going to be two guys so you don't want to. Yeah, it's and you, I and honestly, I can't be there to give him advice because I can't even get into the Michelin Proving Grounds. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't even be I there. Can't even, I can't even be there. So you're all on your own. Yeah, yeah. and not that you're not an adult <laughs> and can be, but still. But, but you're used you, to hearing dad in your ear. Yeah, too. when you start yeah. when you talk race yeah. team, I mean, you still yeah. got those people. So yeah, so you're going to be just sitting and waiting. Hey, it's not going to be my fault. <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs> 
<laughs> but but that is, I, I'm kind of shocked with that because you know he is the voice you're used to hearing when you're racing. You know, so yeah, it's uh, it's they're 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 very adamant about that. It's if if you're if you're not unless you're a minor. I think one of the yeah. I think one of the finalists is a minor, so I think he can have one family member there. Everyone else is on their own. Wow. wow. They get you, they got you got to get a special pass. I mean, this thing is like getting into the Jefferson Proving Grounds. Yeah. It's this, if you look at an aerial shot of it, it's their private facility that Michelin uses to test tires. And, you know, they do that for a reason so that no one will have a home track advantage. That is, that's really, really cool. I, that's kind of amazed that, is, is BF Goodrich one of, uh, is a Michelin tire? Yes, oh, is that's it? Okay. correct. Yeah, okay. it's uh, BF Goodrich is part of Michelin, so that's okay. that connection there. Because I was like, you know, how are they going to let BF Goodrich on, on the Michelin? Yeah. But it's it's all in the same family then. Mm-hmm. So then, so if you narrow the two, do you know the order you're coming out on the track in to start? Or does it, is it, ra- you don't even know whether I really it's random? I really don't know. Or- I, I, I really only know very little information about the whole thing. They kind of want to, you know, surprise, surprise you. you. Well, if it's alphabetical, at least you're Thomas. I mean, that <laughs> that helps. <laughs> really, be mad if your last name's Allen and you're going down there and it's alphabetical, because at least then you can kind of judge what the other guys did. Well, you do you know? I mean, you may you not. You don't know. You don't, don't know. They keep it all. Pr- they do. So not you let... don't get to see any other guy go. No, and you might you may see him, but you don't know his times. Right. So they they keep all the all the times confidential. Oh my gosh. Now after. Like your your interviews on Tuesday, do they post where you guys are ranked at, or is all that quiet until they knock it down to two? Oh, it's it's all hush hush. They, so you have no idea. Okay, I'm sitting fifth. I need to I need to work on this, or you yeah. have no idea. So you wow. gotta go to bed Tuesday night and just think, how did I do? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be stressed out Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be thinking what's going on. We're all gonna be worried for him, you know, because it's that panic, you know, yeah. of what. But here's the deal, and I'll, I'll say this: use your confidence, man. That's what that's your best trait, and you know what you're doing. You've been doing it for 20 years. You know, do run your race, and I I am very very confident that. Hopefully, I'll get a text message next week, and not because I don't think you're going to win. Hopefully, you remember to text me and say, I'm $100,000 richer. <laughs> With a scholarship. Yeah, scholarship. Skyler, it's a scholarship. Which Skyler did say he is a self-taught, self-proclaimed truck driver on the weekends. <laughs> Which, if you've ever seen him pulling the pits at Brownstown... Self-proclaimed would be right. <laughs> I rode with him a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's better than so a lot of the So you don't want to go to the West Coast then with him, right? <laughs> you just don't want to take a nap in the yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully I can just fly out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's that arrive and drive <laughs> thing. <laughs> hey, but I mean it. We're, we are at an hour in, and I know we talked about earlier how crazy it is, how fast it goes, but – Thank you both, and and I, we say this every week, but I mean it wholeheartedly. When we started this whole deal, we didn't know if anybody even come and sit down and talk with us, um, and we appreciate the dirt guys that have come. But for you to come on as a finalist in this national deal and share your story and the excitement of what's going on, thank you. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And like I said, when you win this, and we're talking about the MX Five series, we want you back to talk about what's going on. Oh, I, I appreciate it. I love coming on. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, thank thank you. you. Also, we're not skipping next week. No, we are not. Yeah. Uh, great point. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, we usually go every other week here in the winter, but next week, join us Wednesday night, 8 p.m. We will have Braden Watson and Jordan Weaver yes. on the show. Two great modified drivers here from Southern Indiana. They will be here together. Um, Braden, no longer the pup. What'd you tell me his new nickname is? The man child. <laughs> yeah, Braden the pup Watson <laughs> will be here on the show. Yeah. We gotta we gotta we gotta discuss that next week. I don't know about man child. He Well he said he had two chest hairs now, so he can no longer be the pup, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see if those are still there. That might have been food he dropped down his shirt. So, but yeah, join us next week, 8 p.m. Wednesday night for Braden Watson and Jordan Weaver. Excited to have those guys on. And again, thank you to the guys here, Dave and Jared Thomas from Jared Thomas Racing. Best of luck from us at Throttled Up. And uh, be back with us next week. Thank you. Thank you.